Alright, so the day hunter. And we're back for oh, another the week. Hunter on here. Sorry guys, one minute. Gay Hunter 69, right? No, what the wow. I'm just trying to figure out what your name is. And is it Gay Hunter 69? No, no, it's not. Stop trying to be. Stop trying to butcher. Trying to butcher my. Uh, I can't. Even, I can't even concentrate now. I did that on purpose, even though it was part of the joke. I did that on purpose, even though it's part of the joke. I literally went to my channel. I could hear myself too. I was like, okay, never mind. I need to either mute myself or move something. <laughs> the stream starts with "and we're back," and then I say, "Wait a minute, hey Hunter." And we're back for another week of uh, my uh, of the Anime for All podcast, which you can actually hear. I am not by myself. Um. Hopefully I didn't kill the, the, the podcast within the two weeks that I was doing this by myself. <laughs> um, real life situations in, in real life came up for him and I took it upon myself to try to try to host this thing, this beast of a project by myself and I think I did a good job. If I did, hallelujah, if I didn't, I am so sorry, we'll try to make sure that doesn't happen again. No promises. You know, you can't spell beast without... You can't spell breast without beast, so you're one letter away from, you know, something fantastic and special, in my opinion. Oh well, he's he's back in rare form. Uh, let me just boosting him a little bit just so he's his volume's a little bit more. On my, okay. Um, so... Pirates are really good ladiesmen because they're a beast with an R. Okay, uh, <laughs> lost my train of thought. <laughs> wow. That, that, okay, I feel like I feel like I'm, I'm back at home again. Okay, thank you for that. <laughs> um, we're here to talk about episode five at the request of Mr. Spear, and um, we're talking about uh, my hero along with this one. I think I mentioned the last podcast that maybe we're going to just do Dragon Prince. Those plans changed as. Life does, as the song goes, life moves on. I think it's the name of the song. <laughs> um, well, I'll come back to Dragon Prince when we're, we're, we're uh, well, not, I come back. We'll continue, I guess, with this format is what you wanted. One episode per, well, I mean, my hero, we had no choice because that's one episode per week, but um, Dragon Prince, like, one episode per week. I, I thought we were going to probably be, like, Doing Dragon Prince or just not doing anything next Monday because it's falling Christmas. I'm guessing since my hero oh. is not taking a break, what? Um, if my hero is not taking a break, I can probably make it. That's the day after Christmas. Yeah, the 26. I I apparently, probably. it's not taking a break, which is weird. I thought they were going to, but I'm guessing that means they're going to take a break in the next month. Japan DGAF, you know, about Christmas. No, I think it's still celebrated, it's just because it falls on a... It, let me just recheck that real quick, because I definitely did see that it said 24th, and I was kind of shocked at that. I guess they're doing that because like the ending of the arc is coming up, and I'm guessing they're trying to just not leave everybody on a cliffhanger. Move all them off that stuff. I have no idea. Uh, season 6. 13. It says it's coming out on the 24th, so yeah, you're in, it's not taking a break. I don't think it's taking a break, at least till after the episode titled The Final Performance. And that is 13 episodes, so I'm guessing we're going to see another 10. I think. 
These seasons last 20 some odd episodes. And 25. Well, after that, it's a minimum of 12 episodes. If they keep their. If they keep the uh, amount of episodes, you know, same. Which it looks like it is always the same. Except for season one. Everything, every other season following that it was 25. So we're expecting at least thir uh, 12 more episodes to be on this. Okay, um, with that being said, we're gonna, uh, do you want to start with Dragon Prince, or do you want to start with my hero? I'll leave it up to you. Last time we did Dragon Prince, and I brought you to, like, 11.30, and you're like, I gotta stop at 12, and you ran through my hero. So I will leave it up to you. Um, I was really excited about my hero, so I'm, I'm ex I'd be great to talk about either. Hmm. I guess we'll like we'll mix it up this week. Uh we'll just start with my hero, um, since it's currently on our minds right now. And then we'll just drop in the Dragon Prince. Um okay. I guess Dragon Prince is mostly just Aravos's backstory or just origin. For the most part of the episode, I think. I remember that correctly. Um Oh my god. So start Dragon Prince. What? I'm sorry, so start my hero. Okay, uh, this episode, uh, as I've, this is a continuation <laughs> of the last two uh, podcasts I've done already, talking about my hero, and a lot has happened to reach this point. Uh, so much so that we're seeing um, it, what looks like to be Dobby. Hold on, let me just up real quick. It's a very interesting, I guess, like seeing like the. Uh, the villains are like at least so all Dobby is like kind of making it easy for the villains to be winning. For the, for the most part, he's already like revealed that uh, his connection to Endeavor, his connection to the to the Todoroki family, what uh, his baggage is. For the most part, I suspect there's more to his story that he's not letting out yet. Considering now, I'm guessing he's gonna be the he's gonna be the next villain that we're dealing with. What? Are we sure about that, though, or has Dobby just got a moment to shine in the sun because of what's going on right now? I, I, suspect, that, I suspect that he's the next villain. I would give reasoning for his why, but I'm not going to for uh, other reasons. Um, okay. Thank you, Internet. <laughs> Dude. Um, thank thank my friend in real really life. What? what? Shigaraki is in really bad shape, but he's not dead. And I feel like when your when your superpower is regeneration, and you've got the main antagonist of the show like in your pocket, that it's really dangerous to have him not dead. Can, no, like, I know he ain't dead. I like it, he is so far injured that it's going to take him a while. Right. You already keep bringing up that but he I isn't fully. Like I feel like the only way to make sure that this this guy is safe is to have him be dead. I mean, holy crap. And he can put his hand down and take out a city. I mean, honestly, I believe, I mean, I had no real proof to say this, but I feel like Dobby could do the same exact thing. Probably on a smaller scale, but I feel like he could still, like, light a, a giant place ablaze. 
I mean, it's I based, don't think it's, so. It's based on like. Tired hmm? Dobby was having a tough time, tough time one on one with Hawks. I don't think he's nearly as powerful. I think he could become as powerful just like Shigaraki did, but I don't think he's there yet. He's having a tough time fighting who? Sorry, you kind of like low for me. What? You're saying that Dobby could take out a city? Is that what you're saying? I feel like he could. I mean, like fire spreading isn't that isn't that difficult. And considering that, from what I could tell, just based on what I was seeing, a lot of moves that like Endeavor was having a hard time just trying to like I mean not hard time but like it took it took Endeavor a lot of effort. Um, even his ultimate move, freaking Dobby just mimicked it pretty easily. It was kind of ridiculous. I mean, he is, he is his son, so I mean, I guess there's some precedent for him to be able to mimic that move easier than his father. But at, at yeah. the same time, I don't think I don't even think Shoto can do that move. I could be wrong, but I don't think yeah. Shoto can do that move. Can we talk about the fact that Endeavor is A tier and Shigaraki is S tier though? Uh, I mean, what about it? Dobby being able to one on one with a very tired A tier does not make him an S tier. It's already been said that Dobby has way more firepower than Endeavor does. I'm not sure how much firepower he does. I mean, half the we point. Know that, though, because Endeavor, like, I know. Endeavor I mean, I don't think we. I don't think we knew that Dobby had like just was like phenomenally much more powerful. It's not until now. Like Endeavor's getting beaten by Dobby right now, but he's also at his limit after fighting Shigaraki. Yeah, but I'm Endeavor's just saying that. Like, I mean, even uh, with Endeavor, I'm just talking like Endeavor at like Matt, Matt, close to maximum full strength. I mean, I'm just saying that based on I'm using I'm just using Prominence Burn as an example because that's that's his most powerful move. I remember specifically when Endeavor was fighting um, high end, it took him a lot of effort. And I mean, you could hear him grunting as he is trying to uh, pull off Prominence Burn. But when you look at Dobby, all he did was just clasp his hands together almost like a light switch and he just immediately set himself ablaze. But would I, you agree that like prom Prominence Burn is in this show is used the same way Kamehameha is used in Dragon Ball where they can have big ones and small ones? I don't get. Are you saying that the? Are you saying that Never was using wasn't using a really powerful prominence burner here or something? I'm saying that, for example, when Endeavor did his big shot, he said plus ultra, and then he said prominence burn, like he was doing an extra powerful one. So I think prominence burn has levels. Like I don't think one prominence burn is as good as another one. I think like they all have different degrees to which they're effective. And you could probably do a prominence burn without like completely burning yourself out. In the same way that you can do a Kamehameha that's like a thousand or a million times stronger than a different Kamehameha and they both just count as Kamehameha. I, I don't think so. Because quirks don't work like chi. <laughs> Each person's quirk works differently, and how the exhausted body is completely different to everybody else's. That's, that's true, but they do, um, they do like a fire quirk, for example, burns you out. And I think you could have different levels of intensity for that fire. 
And that's why I'm specifically saying Kamehameha. Like, I think it, the ability of, uh, to exhaust and overheat him, if he uses more heat in the prominence burn, you know what I mean? Since his limit is based on how much heat he puts out. I I'm just saying that it, it, like Dobby could, was able to like I feel like to me it looked just as powerful as one of them, uh, his power as most powerful promise burns to me it looked that powerful because it's like mm-hmm. to me it just seemed kind of crazy that he was able to do that now I mean if it was if Dobby does say later that like he was having a hard time trying to pull that off which is like I mean he doesn't say that here he might say that later I had no idea it just to me for one Endeavor it's a it, like Endeavor needed to like grunt just to get prominence burn out for both times he did it because he rarely uses that move first of you all it, sound like constipation. it probably was constipation i mean like, <laughs> crying out loud like i mean like when he first did it he needed uh he needed time to, uh, to, to uh, get the excessive power out dobby it just seemed like to me dobby was having fun like he's like ha ha i can do it too and and didn't get just to let it out so i'm not sure i guess how powerful maybe maybe i'm like Maybe I'm hyping up his uh, promise burn more because he didn't get a chance to use it. But it's to me, it's like wh- why? Um, I get that he's his son, so maybe that's just basically what it is. Like, okay, I'm his, I'm his son. He trained me before I went evil, so I should know how to use this technique. But you look at like his youngest son. I don't think he, I don't think uh, Shoto can use it. I could be wrong, but um, so far Shoto hasn't shown an ability to use it. Now that could just be his hit, like him trying to um, his at, at, up to this point, you know, he wasn't upsetting Endeavor as his father. Which, by the way, right. I wanna I wanna say too that uh, it's kind of funny as uh, Dobby came out with all this information. It's weird that um, the wording that um, Shota has been using towards Endeavor has changed. He is no longer called him Endeavor. He's been calling him Dad. It's actually hilarious that that changed as soon as that happened. But um. I guess getting off of that tangent because we're talking about the recent episode. Um, the episode begins and um, we get a confirmation. <laughs> I've been wondering this myself. Best Genius is not only alive; he's also here, um, trying to stop Gigantomachia. And um, I didn't understand his quirk that well back then. I'm guessing because um, it isn't threads; it's just fibers, and that could mean steel fiber or anything because he had steel fiber cables apparently that could like. He's able to control. I thought I that have, was since weird. You, since you've done the lore and you have a lot of spoilers and things like that involved, I have a serious question for you. I mean, I don't know what you think I know, and I probably don't think I don't think I don't think I you I I don't think I know what you think I know. But ask away. Do we ever find out who the second best genus is? What? He's the best genus. That implies that there's several genus, right? No, that's just his name. You can't be the best of something if you're the only something. I mean, it's it's an obvious statement. So the dude had two words to identify himself with. One of them he picked was best. This was never so, stated in, in anything that there was another person with that name. It's, it's like, it's like saying it's like saying all might. Who's the other? Who's the other mites then? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Right, you wouldn't call yourself Best All Might. Best Froppy. You wouldn't do that. Is this where this is going? You just wanted wanted to somehow get a Froppy line in here? No, I just wanted to talk about Best Genus and how many genus there are. He's the only one. He's like, that's just his hero name. 
It just not be funny because I mean seriously, that's a weird thing to pick nitpick at versus just his co- hero costume, which is just a jean jacket, literally with jeans going up to his eyes. You just well, have to pick out his cool, name. It makes him look like a ninja, and it gives him more jeans to work with. Are you being serious? I think his costume is cool. But no, no, not that. I talk about his name. No, not being serious. You guys want to make sure because like like that like that was a very weird thing to even say or even like to, to respond to. And I couldn't come up with anything. Not even I couldn't come up with anything funny. I was struggling <laughs> there. I really was trying to, I was really was struggling there. But um Best Genius is back and I he doesn't say it here, but I'm pretty sure he's number three. It's kind of weird that like he shows up and like the the, the heroic where save music starts playing. I thought that was really cool. Um, he has a little bit of a All Might callback that he's been injured in a previous battle, and you see blood coming out of his nose, and yet he's like becomes kind of a beast. Well, I don't think here. he's just a full power yet anymore. Well, at least not right now. <laughs> or at least not full endurance. It's interesting that he was able to hold down Gigantomachia, even though Gigantomachia has been already stated to have been tired by the time he got there. But I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember seeing him panting. Um, he's uh, he's definitely earned his number three spot, like prop though, because like Hawks did something really good at number two, and Endeavor, you know, you know what I mean, is obviously doing his part as number one as best as he can. So it's nice to see the number three kind of come in and kick some butt. We've pretty much seen a really good portion of the top ten now, right? Yeah. Um, and then do you know what was that body inside the bag like, that Hawks brought to Dobby? Because Dobby says that it was a real corpse. Yeah, I'm curious about that. Do you think... Um, is it possible that Twice was more involved than we think? No, because well, no, Twice would have still been alive. But no, doesn't Twice's doubles have like a time limit? No. Just an endurance limit. They're more fragile. I don't know. I would say that Twice would not be that dumb. But then I've—that's already been stated that yeah, he would not dumb. He would have been gullible. He could have. He could have even talked like one of his clones into it, separated regular toys. And it's also true, actually. He would I don't have know, just how would... to talk any one of Twice's clones into the situation. But here's the thing: like, do Twice's clones? I know they appear human, but do they have a pulse? Like, yeah, they're separate. If they didn't have a pulse, that would also prove that it was dead. But yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I don't know how Dobby confirmed that it was a corpse. Because, like, as you said before, when you, uh, when you, like, give enough damage to his clones, they just disappear into mud. How would, how would Dobby, not Dobby, but uh, how would Twice be able to mimic a corpse? That's a good point. So then who, who on the good, good guy's side has an ability that could do that? Well, I thought about this crazy idea, and, I mean... It, it's just okay. Stick with me. Stick, stick with me here. Um, so best genus. Um, his whole his whole thing, at least from what we saw up to that point, he's able to mimic 
He's able not mimic. He's able to control threads and fibers and whatnot, right? Uh-huh. What if that thing was a doll, but it just like it was like somehow best genius? I don't know if this is true or not. I'm not sure like what. I'm not sure on what level his quirk works. Uh-huh. So like it's just one of those. Maybe he could have sewn together because I mean it was shown that he he is a uh, he is a um a clothes maker. Who's to say that he's not he's not able to not only do that, but he's also able to maybe on a rare occasion he's able to make a clone of himself just based off of his thread. Who was that class B guy that had a dark ability that made him feel like he was more equipped to be a villain, but he stayed a hero? But he was class B, and then like I think they transferred him to class A at some point, and he became Eraserhead's like protege. What was his ability? Oh, that was the manipulation one, right? Where he could manipulate, brainwash. Tell the guy with the purple hair. Yeah, that was brainwashing. That doesn't. That's not going to be able to do it. I was just trying to think of somebody who would have like sort of a morbid ability, but or like an illusionary ability or something like that. But that's not him. Do do does anybody have an illusionary ability or? I mean, there's Cammy, but it, it it that's more of a on a um. I think hers works on a visual level, and and again, like uh, I don't know what like I've forgotten like what like her specific illusions do. Now, I mean, I don't think it could be an That's illusion weird. because, like, again, I think like Dobby said that I don't. I mean, I'm just I'm I'm in t- I'm 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 um I'm taking from his words, so he doesn't he hasn't said this, but it sounded like to me that he, he was able to confirm that it was in fact real in a corpse. I don't think uh well then I guess you could put an illusion of our dead body and just pretend it's him. Or you could just make the dead body the illusion too. But I I was like you could put the illusion on the dead body and like have a role in this and it seems like everybody's showing up to play a key role into this and that's the whole speech of genus in this episode where he's like everybody was a thread and a bigger piece, bigger tapestry and blah 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 and look how genie I am and you know what I mean? But like he does bring up the metaphor of like everybody being a thread in the tapestry. So it's I think they're trying to maximize as many people involved in this as possible. I mean they need that to be as possible. It's definitely on the table of possible people to include, so I don't know. If Emmy's ability was is it Emmy? E M E E? Hmm? Emmy? Eerie? What was her name? Don't the girl with the horn? No, the girl that um Cammy. We haven't seen her, and I don't know if I mean, she's in another school altogether. I know, I know, the UA is the one who's here. I don't think the, I don't think her her school's involved. Um, glamour. Cammy's quirk is allows her to cast visual and auditory illusions by puffing a smoke cloud or cloud-like substance from her mouth. These illusions can mimic a person, as seen by her illusion of Shoto as well as cover a wide area, which is shown with her creating a visage of an aurora. Couldn't she just put an illusion over, like, even, like, a mannequin? It just, what, what, the only requirement is it doesn't have a pulse, and it looks like, and it looks like genus, right? I guess, but the other thing, too, is, like, is there, like, a limitation of how far this illusion can be from her? I get that as a puff of smoke, but there has to be some, like, limitation towards that. I mean, honestly, Cammy could have been Hawks as well, right? If she can create it over a wide area. But she, could she, could she manipulate? Oh, honestly, she couldn't. I'm just like, I'm asking these questions because I mean, it would come up as like, 
Can she manipulate the illusion so fine tuned, fine, you know, fine tuned to it makes her look different, but then it looks makes something else look like something completely different. This is a it's a stretch. Everything I'm saying right now is a stretch. I just don't know. I mean, him making a best you making a fiber doll and giving it to Hots is a stretch as well. I mean, I don't like. Nothing said that he can't, but at the same time, it's like nothing saying that he he is able. Because <laughs> I mean, thinking yeah. about it, he could sew it together a doll, and as long as it was real enough, and like Dobby didn't like there was something that he could prove to be his dead body or not, because Dobby was sh- um was sure that it was a corpse. When he did show, he was like, "I thought you were dead. Like I saw your body." I was like, First of all, I was like, why would you trust Hawks after you said you didn't trust him to begin with? Like, I, I feel like that course would have been a, a dead giveaway. <laughs> a dead giveaway. Well, Cam is another character that might be dead, because we haven't seen her since um, her identity was stolen. I think they found her. What? I feel like they found her because we saw her again during, like, this, during the retake. Of that hero test because oh, Bakugo right. and Shoto um, failed it. Oh, maybe I'm not doing as well as I thought then, but it would have been cool. But yeah, I mean, yeah, a fair point. But I was like, I was feeling the heck was Sorry. that noise? My computer telling me that I was typing the wrong thing. Oh, um, but with that, like, we have Vestunas, like, at least for right now, holding down uh, Makia. And uh, the League of Villains is freaking out um, about like Shigaraki being kind of down for the count. He's yelling at him, saying, "You gotta do something!" Like you haven't destroyed anything yet. I was like, "Really?" He kind of dismantled an entire city almost in one shot. <laughs> I think he destroyed quite a bit there when he first woke up. Mm-hmm. But we also apparently learned that Shigatsumaki is only able to use his full strength when he's given it a command. That's an odd nerf. Like, if it had to be real, that's an odd nerf to a character, I guess, that big and that powerful from what we can tell. Because nobody can stop Not even uh, Mount Lady can stop him. And she was his size. Um, let's see here. Um, he tells Maki. I don't know. To- that's like one of the only like theories I can come up with at all. And I, I know it's not that great. I just don't know. Um, I don't know why she would get involved. I mean, she's in a, she's in a rival school. She wouldn't rival schools wouldn't help out their rival. Yeah, I think the circumstances that they would, but I don't know that this is count one. I don't Every think single hero in the world is in this, though. I mean, let's be honest. I don't think there's any kids from that school, though. I think isn't it UA is the only one who involved their students. Um, that we know of, yeah. It would have been so cool. I think. Well, I, I mean, think that I situation know. with the dead body and Dobby, they weren't on the battlefield at all. So, I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be too far fetched. I mean, maybe you know, Hawks knew of her and called her up for a little. I don't know. But the thing is, like, how far can those illusions get from her before, like, they you know stop working? You say wide area, but I'm not sure what wide area. Means does that mean it can stretch up? 
like it, 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 it within um, within um height. It looked like they were on an Eiffel Tower when he gave them that duffel bag, didn't they? The Eiffel Tower. Not you... Eiffel Tower. Just a tower. Just a, just a tall tower. Okay. Can you catch me up a second? I think I lost you. What? Can you catch me up on what you're talking about for a second? I think I lost you. I lost track of what we're. My stream died. Um. No, I would just talk. Well, I was just talking about like the best genus is like. Uh, well, actually, no. Um, Shigaraki is giving Gigantomachia his command. A commander to destroy everything. Um, uh -huh. Gigantomachia himself. Like, it's kind of weird. It's kind of like a weird nerf they gave him. Is that he can't use his full strength unless he's given the command. I, I just thought that was a really weird nerf. Um. Well, I think it makes him. I think it makes him like. Um, the Nomus, you know what I mean? It's a sign of it's something that looks like maybe they were working on it with the Nomus too, right? The other Nomus, I mean, they were fighting without being old or anything. I mean, at this point, we already know he's a, he's the first Nomus period. I mean, at that point, it's already kind of been confirmed and given. Um, I just thought he was the first of the Nomus, but he doesn't count as a Nomus. He's just like, there. did he say he doesn't count as a Nomus? Well, in the episode where they were talking about him, they said they based the Nomus on him. He's more like a prototype than an official Nomu, I believe. I mean, if he's based off a Nomu, I would, I would, I would call him a Nomu. I mean, we've we've seen the various variants on those things. I mean, they come to the point where now they were able to speak. I mean, yeah, Machia himself is kind of just a Nomu, but he's just he's just a far he's just a smidge bit more intelligent. By smidge being more intelligent, I mean he's capable like, of making decisions only given off of one command. He's not like that black demonic look that every single other number pretty much looks like, right? I don't know. I would probably compare them because I mean those other guys. I mean, yeah, they're stronger for sure, but and they're smaller. But um, I don't know. It just seems like they both kind of had to share the same type of intelligence because, for I can tell, they weren't able to one hundred percent like, you know, get in. You know, uh, weren't able to 100% give them intelligence or free will. I, I, this is the one thing they removed free will from the equation. Is what it looks like to me, because Gigantamaki still has free will. He just chooses right. to listen. He's sort of the opposite. Like they can think for themselves, but they have no free will. He has free will, sort of, but he can't really think for himself. Nothing he can He's think like for himself. He just chooses not to listen to anybody but his master. That's literally what's right. happening there. He doesn't think for himself. He needs. He wants somebody to think for him. However, for whatever reason, he doesn't really move unless somebody um, tells him to. Even if it's by decision, he can think for himself and refuse an order, which is something no Nomu can do. But the Nomus, even though they're able to think for themselves and have intelligence well beyond Giganto Machina's that we've seen so far, um, they can't say no, it sounds like. It's, so far, we've seen only absolute loyalty from them. So it's sort of like the other side of the coin. I get that. I guess before we move on from this, I wanted to bring something I, did, I didn't bring up, and I, I feel really bad when, they, when he first was brought up during like Kirishima realizing who he was. Um, so is it confirmed that Gigantomaki can change size? It looks like he can power up and bulk up. 
I don't know if that would count as a full size change, but you see him grow like. But no, the thing is, like when when he, when like when Kirishima was in middle school and along with Ashida, when they first ran into him, he was like the size of a six foot man. Like he wasn't, he was not, he was not that big when when we saw as he's as he is now when we saw him back then. But they've done all sorts of work on him. Like I don't know if that is enough. I guess that's I mean? like. They like they. But I mean, the Hulk changes size when he gets bigger. <laughs> I know it's not gigantic proportion size. But I'm just saying, like he, he like his 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 like he, modifications externally. He just got one, and he's the Hulk. Is that what you're saying? Like the Hulk? I'm not even sure why the Hulk would come into this. No, what I'm saying, like I would almost like. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it seems kind of weird to me that like. Even with my modifications, I don't think you could change somebody's size like that, can you? I mean, it seems kind of it seems like, like that seems kind of drastic. Like, I mean, I how, how small he was. Hmm? Oh, when you're talking about that, um, no, I think that's fair. I think that like the first Nomu we saw probably didn't look like that as a as a human being before it started. The first Nomu was pretty big and and weird sized, and I think we've even haven't we even seen a couple Nomus that could change shape a little bit. I guess no. I'm just saying that Makia, like, um, if like what Kirishima, what I saw Kirishima react to was true, and the way Ashido kind of like panicked after hearing his voice for the first time in years, it just seems kind of weird that Makia, when they first ran into him, he was just human size. Now, I mean, if it was genetic modification, I just got him that big. It just it, that seems kind of weird that they were able to genetically modify him to the point where he just grew in size. Um. I mean, we saw him transform, and it just seemed to me maybe he can, maybe he's able to move his body all around, like, or his skin yeah. is like is just like is able to be transmuted, well, not transmuted, but he's able to change density. I mean, his his bottom jaw literally like covers his almost covers his entire face when he when he I guess goes full power, but um. I just That's thought his fair. size was different from so many years ago. I was like that that the, the size difference was dramatic. Um, the, I really think they were just working on his everything from quirk manipulation and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure they have if they have a regeneration quirk, quirk, and they have all these other quirks they've stolen. It stands to reason that they have quirks that like have done some other stuff. You know, it's like the quirks that have um increase your size and stuff like that i mean there's the guy there's they've we've seen a guy with a quirk that gets himself bigger is the uh one of deku's first opponents what was the guy's name where he got kept getting bigger and bigger and stronger and, and stronger as he got bigger the the muscle guy Love. No, I'm still. I'm just saying. Like, I just. I don't think I consider it the same thing. Cause, like, I mean, yeah, his muscles got bigger for sure, but I don't think that was him increasing in size. At least not in my mind. Um, well, what I'm saying is, for example, like that. The fact that he expanded himself when he bulked up is is not unlike that quirk. But there's also quirks that do change size and 
quirks that make you big in the first place, like Mount Lady. And uh, it just stands completely to reason to me that they found a, that they would have been able to find a quirk that would have made him big. Like if they took if they took Mount Lady's like quirk and put it in him, then he's big, and that's it. We've got it taken care of. So they just have to get like a quirk, and he had that collection of thousands of quirks that he like curated all the, over all those years. He would have just needed to infuse them with one of those quirks, and we'd be ready to go. No, I get. It. I just say it. it just it just like his his change in size with growth was just dramatic. Like I mean, it was surprising that even Ashito was even able to remember what he sounded like because I think it was a long time ago. It was really weird that she was able to recognize him. I guess I guess being traumatized, you still. I mean, someone traumatized you would remember that trauma for the rest of your life. But I didn't think it traumatized her. Clearly, it did. Um, and speaking of that whole conversation with uh, that Kirishima throwing that anesthetic into uh, into Gigantomachia's mouth, it definitely did work. Several hours later, apparently. How did, you, how did you feel about that? Like that, it took all that time. Was it just? It wasn't just the thing that knocked him out. I think he cut into his power but i think he was like i thought it was all right i mean i didn't think he was gonna come back later uh, but i guess thinking about it now it makes sense um i was because i was uh, one of my complaints about after they did it was like how long like was it supposed to immediately have put him to sleep because the way momo was reacting after it didn't was like oh it didn't work um, and I was, yeah, I think and I was, they thought it was going to work immediately, and I think it's just sort of a boon that it worked at all. I think it probably cut into him and made him a little sluggish, and then because what his, I was um, like, endurance didn't hold up as long as he would have liked to because of it. So I remember saying that, like, I remember actually saying specifically that, like, did, did, like based on his size, you, you would like, did did she make the like anesthetic like enough of the anesthetic because of his size? Because like the guy was big. On top of that, like after he did it, and after he, I guess after he, you know, plunged him into the mud area where Mudman had made that entire pit, he just got bigger and got out. So like, like at that point, I feel like even if it was enough energy to knock him out, it wasn't gonna work because he just got bigger. Um, and based on what I was hearing, it sounded like he was just tired, and like it, it, he was tired enough uh, that it kicked in at that exact time. A lot of people probably call it a cop out. I mean, it probably is. I don't think so. Because, like, we knew what I was worried about through the whole thing is how they emphasize that he can just go for like an unlimited amount of time. And, um, look, well, he doesn't. He has stamina. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, Spinner says, like, oh, I guess his stamina isn't infinite. Uh, which is interesting to decide to bring attention to that, but I, okay. But what I mean is, I think it, I think it neutralizes his stamina that he, would otherwise have like unlimited stamina and it didn't take him out but it gave him it limited his stamina so that he can just go for a month straight like he did with Shigaraki yes that's true I mean like they went for that and they didn't stop okay but no I mean, he just took one though. chunk out of like his out of the brick that is him and that was the chunk that he has he no longer can just go forever I think it was a little abrupt how he suddenly ran out of stamina. It was just like, oh, I think that was like. Well, I mean, look at it like this. Look at it like this, though. It takes a command and he's able to go immediately. So I guess the abrupt shutdown just made sense. 
Because, I mean, he could just abruptly get up and go after a command. I mean, literally, I think Spinner yeah. specifically said that it just took a command a and he just... Thing, like, the ability thing is what was kind of odd about it. That he just, like, stopped. You know, the personality thing makes sense to me. He's just like that, you know? I think, is like, isn't his quirk just he's yeah, able to turn... I forgot the name. I forgot what his quirk was. Like the one, I think his innate quirk. Uh, something about like turning something into energy is what he's doing. Um, he's turning something into energy. I just forgot what it was. Yeah, that's right. I forget what it is. So he mentioned his innate quirk, and I forgot what it was. Something about like cheering or something like that. I guess for him is like wow. he's able to, yeah, morale. He's able to turn around to power. And stamina. So that makes sense too. If he converts morale into physical energy and stamina, wasn't like Shigaraki like down at that point and unconscious? Well, I mean, when he said to destroy everything, it wasn't like he was out completely. Like he was still there. Yeah, he wasn't all the right, way there. I mean, he was like, I could see how his morale would be cut into and how like being drowsy would cut into his morale. Is it, is it his morality he turns into energy, or somebody else's morality he turns into energy? His. Or, yeah, it's okay. his turn's morale. I think it's his morale. Okay. But if you think of it that, it could either way works, because the hero's morale is pretty low at that point, too. But I think Deku alone has enough morale just by being conscious, you know what I mean, to, to power Giganta Machina. So I think it's his own morale. And what he was probably seeing was a vast wasteland, he was seeing that his leader was down and, and like badly burned and beaten. And he was seeing that like <clears throat> he was feeling tired. And if you want to bring the Hulk into it, that was how they um in one of the one of the Marvel movies, that's how they, they made the Hulk. Like they gave him an an anesthetic and then like told him the sun's getting really low, man, and he was like mm turns back to banner finally so if you want to bring the whole comparison into this like they literally did the same thing in one of the one of the avengers movies so it makes sense like that that would calm him down too because like um the hulk is not powered by morale but he's powered by like an emotion you know what i mean so it makes sense that making you drowsy would still your emotions enough and and having his the source of his morale be unconscious and no longer giving like commands and not seeing a lot even to do. Like at that point, what does he do besides protect the master? There's not like a lot left for him to even think about or do. So it doesn't not make sense. I guess as I was about to leave off on Jake Etzimaki and talk about the rest of us, I actually just had an interesting question. He's talking about how Deku has enough morale to like. Jigetsumaki isn't inherently evil, and he's not inherently good, right? Like he's just like he's just a weapon that they're just pointing, that the evil people are just pointing in a direction and telling them to go. Like, and all it, all it, all it, all it really all it really does is takes beating him and for him to listen to you. It'd be funny if somebody managed to beat him on the good side and he just listened to them. It'd be the funniest come up. Of I know it wouldn't It'd be happen. Funny, except, like it's not the nature of a good a good hero to use that if they got it it'd be kind of awkward i don't know Jigeto Maki is a bad guy on the inside he's just like he's just listening to whoever he believes is his master right i'm just saying I, to use him as a weapon like that to weaponize his like this thing with limited will and just make it your slave that's just not what i see it 
what I see them willing to do. I think they just put him in the cell. But the thing is, it's like it's not like Together Monkey doesn't want to do it. I mean, it'd be different if like it like Together Monkey like is like um I guess like comparing him to like Sloth, for instance, like from the Blue Man Alchemist series. He he did things against his will most for the most part because he he didn't want to do anything. Period. Or somebody who just doesn't want to do anything. Period. You know, it's just like to me, it just seems like he just wants to. He just does whatever his, his who he believes is his master at the time now. I'm not saying that like he isn't he is not inherently evil. I just like it just seems now I'm thinking about it, it's like he doesn't seem inherently he seems like a pet, like a dog or something like that, you know, you just tell him to sit, say goodbye, whatever like that, and he, he's happy. Would you be willing to call him like equally moral to like Stain? And that he's sort of a dumb he, he despite his intelligence level, he acts like a fanatic. I mean, I say he's a fanatic, but I wouldn't because really Stain call him morally. I, w- I don't think he has any real moral in him, considering he is an experiment. But um, I, I just like, I mean, yeah, I get the whole point of like controlling him. Maybe nobody on the guess I want to do that. Or even de- like, I mean, they could like get, get him and tell him that you're free, like to do what you want. Now I don't know how you respond to that, but um, if he does listen to whoever it beats him in a fight. Then to me it's like okay, you could beat him and then free him. Now because he's also killed people, they probably wouldn't free him. They probably put him in jail and let him sit there. But um, I just thought about that as weird because I just realized that that's essentially all he really is. It's just like he he's a weapon and he's a controller, and that's all Shigaraki really is to him anyway. That's all. What if he chooses to follow instructions? And that's like almost like his religion. Then he's he has a fanatical dedication to serving whoever he decides is worthy. Worthy. I just thought it was just kind of interesting. I just thought about that. I was like, huh? What would happen if, the good, if somebody from the good side would actually get control over him? I mean, it took a lot to beat him, considering it took Shigaraki three months. I think I forgot how many months it took him, but um. Yeah, he fought him for months. I mean, All Might probably could do it if he was at full power. Well, we we hope so. All Might would definitely it would be a shorter fight, I think, if All Might fought him, because he wouldn't have to like whittle him down to nothing. I guess beyond that, um, Gilly from Acid Best Genus manages to like I after Jagged the Market falls um to the anesthetic. I guess actually, how much time actually passed? I, I guess an hour? I mean, minutes to an hour, however long it took, because he was running through every town possible. Um, we have Dobby confronting um, Shoto, and they're having their I family. More, I would say closer to hours than minutes, because um, they had time to like get the news out and get organized and evacuate cities and things like that. So I, if I had to pick a time range, I would say more like minutes than hours. I guess I'm just going by anime time. Sometimes those don't tell you how much time actually passed. You'd be in disbelief. <laughs> but um, I like let me see this conversation between Shoto and Dabi, and it it looks like they really match. But then again, they both had um, fights in between them fighting, so it was kind of weird. Uh, they're having their talk about like who's I guess like. Uh, how I'm gonna like, uh, how I'm gonna like bring Endeavor down and you know prove to the world that he isn't a hero. 
I guess another thing too, speaking of that, uh, Endeavor, um, it's interesting that as this is happening and as like Endeavor, as he's, as Dobby is belittling Endeavor, and Deku of all people stands up for him, saying that I'm looking at the Endeavor now versus the Endeavor that you saw in the past. Like he won't, like, I guess he's like, he's not gonna forgive Endeavor for the things he's already done, but it's like he's only looking at the guy who trained him to get stronger. I thought that was interesting in that also, as you're, as you're talking about how Deku makes people better, Apparently Endeavor, I mean, apparently Deku giving Endeavor that kind of pep talk literally boosted him to the point where he was able to give a, like before, you know, uh, um, Makia fainted to the anesthetic, and uh, Endeavor was able to give like him a good, like, clean hit to the face. That was actually kind of interesting, like, that, wow, that's interesting, that, that whole like, Deku being able to make people better, kind of. You know, like, he was able to give, like, that speech gave Endeavor a little bit more energy just to be able to get like one more attack out of he's out. Yeah. yeah but then the uh, one of his attacks was used to hit an ally, the uh, that girl with the uh, hovering powers, right? No, that was Dobby. Dobby farted out a blue flame. Are you sure? Yes, I'm pretty Didn't sure. Flame, um... The flame was blue. Kato, oh no, Endeavor. You did it. You burned someone again, says Dobby. A young that's Dobby being, that's, that's Dobby. I mean, that's like, again by your flames. That's when Deku says that that is not Endeavor's flame, that is your quirk. Hang on, let me see. I'll put level 100, quick surge. Is your, oh yeah, the fire is blue, so it would be Dobby. But Dobby's saying everything he's doing is in response, is, is, is all because of Endeavor. But Deku stands up for Endeavor, even though kind of he's right. So he's making Endeavor feel guilty for... I mean, he's already successfully done that just by showing up and letting him know that he was Toyek. I mean, honestly, that literally shut Endeavor down. Which I gotta say, too, yeah. I brought this up in the last podcast about when we talked about the episode there, but... Uh, I, it's very sad to see Endeavor like shut down like that. I mean, you can definitely tell he was shocked. Let me see the yeah, wonder is like, why like, didn't he bring a body? What? Guilt is his weakness. He just he beat his wife one too many times, and now he just feels really guilty. There has been no proof or talk that he beat his wife. You know, you need to believe women when they speak about abuse. Okay. I don't think she said it. She did she ever say that he beat her? She literally went nuts. He beat the crap out of her. What? He used he breeded her and then he like abused her. I feel like there's more to this story <laughs> than we're getting. Now I'm not gonna sit there and discount anything that happened to her. She got she definitely went crazy, but she also was the one who burnt Shoto. Wait, we're gonna focus on the fact that she's crazy and not the fact that she was driven crazy. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna. We're gonna victim blame now. You've already not believed the woman. What? And now we're just gonna go straight to victim blaming. I'm not. St- I'm not saying she didn't go crazy for a legitimate reason. I'm just saying that she's also at fault here, and I feel like there's more to the story than we're we're like being told. And I guess I'll say this right now: I had a friend who didn't tell me anything. Tell me, there's more to the story. There's more to the story. If he's having sex with her and having children just for breeding purposes. For the quirk, is that rape? Does that count as rape? I 
I mean, I, I yes, I mean, it, that's involuntary and stuff like that, but I'm just saying that I had a friend who told me, he didn't tell me anything really about the specific, he just told me there's more to the story than we're being told. Like, there's like way more to the story that makes this make sense. About what was going on with the family. Just, 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 just want to put that out there. Didn't tell me anything, okay. because there's more to the story than we're being told. Now, I'm not saying that he's not at fault here for all this, because I mean, Toya is already an example of like why you probably one probably shouldn't have children, or two, make sure your that child you thought is dead is actually dead. I'm still very confused about what he was praying to in that uh, in that in that um, ashtray. Obviously, that was not his son. Whatever he was praying to, or praying, praying over in that shrine, because he's right there. All I'm saying is, his family doesn't, pretty much doesn't like him. But, I mean, you can say so that, but I feel like Shoto's like, coming to turning is turning over a leaf on him. Dobby doesn't like him. The wife went nuts. You know, it's it's kind of. It's I don't know, like something about Dobby is just like, like a man. Okay. He doesn't like him. Why is he smiling all the dang time around him? He is the only... This is like... And I've been paying attention to this too. Dobby smiles only around Endeavor. That doesn't seem like the actions of... Well, he's probably a psychopath. But, I mean, that doesn't seem like the actions of a guy that truly hates that guy. Again, I think there's more to the story. This is... It seems creepy to me. I feel like if you're gonna... If you're, if you're gonna, like, snap around somebody who probably hurt you in the past, you don't smile. This is well, my feeling. I don't think you smile around the person that ruins your life. Maybe she became the Joker. I thought Dobby, not his wife. They don't even know what she's doing right now. I don't even know. I don't even know what she's feeling right now. Just probably seeing her son being uh, her Maybe first, he her first son, Joker. her first son become a villain. Maybe he became the Joker. Maybe he's the Batman who laughs. That was a pretty good story. Nah, there's something more warped with him. I mean, Shoto literally says, are you crazy? And he's like, yeah, I'm crazy. Well, I mean, I guess, eh. I don't, I, I, apparently, there's more to the story they were being told. I want to give... I feel like Dobby's making this seem more, like, seem worse than it actually is. And he can because he's the, he's the only one that's there for a lot of what happened to him. Whatever. Whatever happened to him, whatever the heck that was. Uh, oh, I guess we can, like, um, I guess I skipped over a couple of things, uh, pretty much, um, like, uh, we go to another battlefield, and, like, a lot of the other heroes are dealing with the Nomus, we talked about this, apparently Nomus switched directions and go Shigaraki, as this is all happening, apparently a Nomu managed to sneak behind Best Genus, and when we think that Deku was unable to save Best Genus, um, a hero that we've missed for a long time makes a reappearance, um, and he's got his quirk back. That is right, Lumillion has, has returned. And I never thought I had missed hearing him yell power so much. <laughs> like, it is nice to see that he's yeah, he's got his power back. I don't think he was on a time limit, Lumillion though. Lumillion was, like, freaking hmm? fantastic. I was so happy to see Lumillion come back. He's like, I, I never thought I'd miss hearing power being yelled, but, like, it was, it was a nice to hear that. You know, and he's very happy. He's... He, I guess he's not at 100%, um, but he's like getting back there. 
I initially, it, like, he said something that kind of made me think. It's like, he said, like, uh, you know, it's not nostalgic feeling when he got his quirk back. I was like, at first I thought maybe he meant that, okay, he didn't need to relearn anything, but maybe um, he doesn't he got full control over his quirk. Uh, yet, again, though he's showing a lot of finesse like he did before, going in and out of things. I'm willing to bet maybe I just misunderstood what that was said there, or they mistranslated it. Um, what I didn't understand about it the most with Lemillion is like, it just seemed like a lot of like, have you ever seen the Spider-Man movie where like Spider-Man gets thrown through like brick walls and stuff? It was one of the generations of Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, what about it? I mean, Lemillion. Lemillion, like, his ability to trans go through surfaces, and he's found creative things to do with it and stuff, but, like, he looked like he had a lot of durability and punching power and things like that that weren't necessarily... <coughs> shouldn't necessarily have been connected to anything he could do. So it was really interesting to me. I mean, he was shown to have this kind of, like, stuff beforehand when he lost his quirk. I mean, um, what was his name? Chisaki? Uh, overhaul? Yeah, Overhaul. Like, Overhaul got rid of his quirk, and he overall thought he was done, and then all, all like... I mean, granted, you know, I mean, a lot of these people are humans anyway, but... Um... He was shown to be really quick, regardless. You know, he didn't need his quirk. He apparently, at some point, just, like, built up his, like, his physical... Now, granted... A lot of this seems superhuman, maybe, to a point, but um, maybe it's just him, like, I mean, he didn't give up training, from what I can tell. I think he was still training, but just beyond what the core, because he still wanted to be a hero. Workless, anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I mean, if anything, um, maybe he was just training. I mean, Shigaraki got superhuman endurance just from, like, fighting Gigantamaki over and over again, so. Who's to say he couldn't? Should we should we take a moment to talk about our our other major hero in this this episode? Back to Deku. We're just going to continue on here. We're going to power no, no, through. No, no, no. We're going to we just take a moment. We're going to we're just going to power through. We're just going to we're going to power please? through. We're going to please. We're going to power through. Pretty <laughs> please with cherries on top. We're going to power through. Um, Lemillion. I want to talk about explosion murder god dynamite. Oh, I that's not who you're that's not who I thought you were talking about. <laughs> no. It um, was a bait and switch. I, I will. Well, I guess we'll talk about Duck a little bit because I do want to bring up something. Um, I, it was such a weird time for comic relief. I'm going to be great explosion murder god dynamite. Well, the thing and is, he's. Thinks, I mean, the thing is, you say comic relief. He was being serious. I know he was being serious, and that's why it's funny. But um, I hope they shorten that name down because now because I've been going through my mind, and this has been happening for you know episodes and episodes. I'm just trying to figure out what like. Besides Grenadier, which I thought was a really cool name, um, what would he? What would, what? would it be a cool name? And then he kind of just the name that you was cool? hmm? Grenadier. What? It's just grenade and whatever else added on there. I thought because yeah. grenades, but like I like the I like the name Dynamite. It actually really fits him, which is strange that he would add that name on with this very long, all these like, which is what he what he's done with his name is he's added on like. Adjectives and just stuff that, like, I guess, situate another word in front of it, which is really weird. He even adds in God for the reason, but um, 
I think Dynamite, if you were just to drop everything else and just name himself Dynamite, that would actually be freaking cool, considering how much he likes to All Might anyway. And he's a, he, he pretty much is just explosions, like Dynamite, for instance. Um, it would have been yeah. kind of cool to actually have that on there as a combination, as an homage to his hero, the, the hero that he's admired all these t- all this time, and the fact that he's a he's he's got explosions. I honestly thought Dynamite was a really cool name actually, but unfortunately, he got this entire long necessary name that even Ida actually obliges him with. <laughs> I thought that was you know, cool the, that Ida literally said his entire name. For, when you do something that's too lame for Ida, that's when you know that like. That it's time to it's time to slow your roll a little bit. But Ida liked it though. <laughs> he even said it. No, Lemillion's the only one that liked it. Ida called it lame. No, Ida called it long name. Hold up, where is it? Mm. Everybody was talking about it. The only people who said it was lame outright was like the villains. No, that's not true. All right, Genist calls it. Genist called it childish. That's not lame. Hang on, I said Genist called it childish. Yeah, no, that's not lame. Hang on, hang on. I'm trying to get back to the point. I I went farther, too far back. Genus calls it childish, and Ida calls it long and violent. Not lame. And then Compressor and Spinner call it lame. You're right. And then Lemillion's the only one that said it's fun and good name. And then Bakugo doesn't. The only one Bakugo takes issue with is him saying he likes it because it's fun. I just... It's not supposed to be fun. I'm just saying, like, Ida literally obliged him by saying his entire name out. He didn't have to do that. I thought that was funny, and I just took that as, like, Ida accepting it and Ida liking it. Now, that last part, I added on, but, I mean, at the same point, like, why bother saying his full name like that? It doesn't make any sense. Ida's all team player. Of course he's going to accept it. I I hope he chops off those unnecessary words and just goes with dynamite. That'd just be cool. To me, that is that is his that is his hero name. I don't care what he added on there. Yeah. To me, dynamite just works better for him, and it works way better than grenadier. But I came up with was lame. That actually works out for him. But I guess before we move on here, um, one thing I want to bring up is that um. You don't want to call him hothead. No, you can call him that. I don't care. I'm gonna go with dynamite. Um. What what I wanna uh, what I wanna bring attention to specifically actually in this I'm gonna call him I'm gonna call him floppy because he's not as good as floppy. What I'm gonna bring attention to here with Bakugo is um I think we're seeing sparks haha of his quirk evolving. Um, I say this specifically because Bakugo brings that attention that for whatever reason his the the his explosions are faster for whatever reason. I still don't understand that wording. But they also look different. Like um after he saved Deku, um later on like his his explosions look very weird. They look pretty, I guess the which is the I know you just want to hear that. His explosions look really pretty, for a lack of a better term. Um Yeah, you know that the first thing that's gonna happen is that Sparkle Hero guy <laughs> that's like ambiguously gay is gonna be like 
really, really complimentary of him, and that's going to tick Bakugo off. I mean, that's if he's able to, to control whatever was going on with his quirk there. Um, it only seemed to be happening because Bakugo is like on his last legs, so he's digging. He's digging into something. Um, that's why I say I feel like his quirk is either evolving or it's awakening. One of the two. I was literally gonna look to look it up to see if there's anything specific going on there, but I said, you know what, if we're gonna show something that I don't want to see, and I'm just I just gave up. I wasn't gonna look at it. So whatever's going on there, I feel like I just want to bring attention to it. I feel like it's important. Considering that Bunga says it feels different. Um and I I try to pay attention to a lot of things he says specifically because he's gotten better at speaking about people. He's not there yet, but I mean he he's getting there. Um we have Davi and Shoto fighting. We brought up Lumillion. I guess I know speaking of Lumillion in contrast, well, not contrast, but to bring it along with Lumillion. Eri seems like she's getting to the point where she's able to reverse the damage that, that those bullets that she has uh, made against her well to take Crooks away. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I brought up specifically the spears. Like, it's cool that at least it looks like Eri's back in the saddle now. It looks like I guess if there was ever if the, <laughs> that sounds so dirty. Aries back in the game. Um, well, I guess quote unquote. I mean, she only used her quirk on Lemillion, so who knows like what's going on there? There might be some repercussions towards her rewinding Lemillion's quirk. Um, I have the strange suspicion that there's anything really showing this here. But I will say specifically, when they did show um, her like trying to you know use a quirk on Lemillion, it kind of cut away after she says, "This is the reason why I wanted to learn how to control my quirk." So there might be some side effects to her using that quirk on a human being. Um, now there's, I say seventy five, twenty five, probably that there's twenty five. There's a side effect, but um, I say that maybe it's only temporary. But who knows? Um, this is kind of weird that you know they would have her do that and then cut away after you know, just showing us that he got his quirk back. But he doesn't say anything that makes me believe that he's on a time limit in terms of like, his quirk still being you know. I think he's. I think it's permanent, and I'm. I'm very curious if they um, end up healing Midoriya too. Well, that's the thing. I don't. She was only rewinding Quirk's being removed. Deku's damage wasn't done by Quirk being removed. It was done by a Quirk. Mm. I don't know. Though it makes sense that she'd just be able to revive damage. Who knows? Um, she was doing it when he was on her. When he was on. When she was on his back. That sounds even worse. But uh, so I guess maybe he's like he could. But at the same time, what's up, Deku, from like damaging his arms again? I don't think, like, that's a good idea, and Deckard probably wouldn't do it. Maybe he would, I had no idea. Um, Deku's arms are going to be worthless after what he just did. Like, he absolutely did enough extra damage that he's not going to be able to use his arms after this. So he really needs Eri to heal him at this point. And we'll see what happens. Maybe, um, what's her name? I've got the nurse. With the kissy face, uh, oh, she's not gonna be able to do it. She already said, like, if you damage your arms like this again, you could probably lose use of them. I think, I think he gets, um, some help from this point. I don't think they just end it. 
they think the main reason why Eri was shown to be able to do that was shown that she's able to rewind the damage that was done in Deku's arms? I think that it was, yeah, I think that Eri's job is to get his arms back and together, together and then that's going to make him a more complete All Might in the long run. Because right now he's fighting, literally, he's down to his tongue right now in, in the teachings of the wise and powerful Froppy. Yeah, here we go. I knew this was coming. Um, I saw this. I saw this literally in the episode, and I'm just like, Doc is gonna freak out. He's gonna lose oh, his I mind. Cheering. I woke Grayson up. I was cheering so loud when when I saw. Him, I mean, like, finally, like break out of the teachings of Froppy. In in all fairness, it wasn't even that Froppy taught him anything. He just happened to notice like she was doing that. He's like, oh, what if I can do that? And I haven't I haven't been that excited since. Um, Gohan learned how to dodge. Finally. When was that? When he was fighting Cell. Piccolo tried to teach him how to dodge, and Goku tried to teach him how to dodge, and he didn't dodge, and then he was fighting Piccolo, and he he was fighting um, Cell, and he went Super Saiyan 2, and then he dodged. And I was like, that's it. That's it. That's the moment. That was like the coming-of-age moment. Not that Super Saiyan 2 moment, not when he, like, uses the final attack on Cell, the great moment for him was when he learned how to dodge. And what I think there was that the green Namekians, you know, turned it around for him and like made it, taught him the, the fundamentals of dodge. Okay, we're going to stop him right here. He's going and on this, his green his greenest power case, uh, tangent here. Um, this case, Deku does use Black Whip from his mouth, which I thought was interesting. Um, what? In this case, his great teacher is Froppy. And Froppy is his Piccolo, and she's taught him wonderful things. Except in this in this timeline, Froppy is more powerful than Deku, you know, as opposed to be Gohan being more powerful than Piccolo. In the world. But other it was than that, interesting exactly, use of his of his, exactly of, of his black whip. Um, didn't think he could do that, but apparently he could, which is weird. But I guess as long as there's some a power emanating from your body, I guess you can have it emanate from your mouth. Um, that was just weird. I I, I can't. I, I I got nothing else to say about what happened there. That was just weird. Um, he's finding more useful. He's finding more uses for Black Lip. Uh, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> and now he's like, I, I could damage my arms and my legs, and I can still move around. Haha, <laughs> take that. <laughs> it's really all I got from that. Is like, I got, I got more uses. Um. But the battlefield now is like crazy. It's all kinds of heroes around. Like uh, heroes are helping. Engineering and everybody's helping. Uh, best units not take damage from the other from the other attacks. Along with uh, Nedri Hado, I think is her full name. Um, do we ever get her hero name? I feel like she never said what her hero name was. Hado. Yeah, I don't think she's ever said her hero name. Wasn't it Bubble Girl? I thought Bubble Girl's a different hero. Hold up. I thought her name was Bubble Girl. I guess it could be. Now you think I'm mean, going to ask it where it's not. I'm going to try to check without spoiling anything for myself. Well, Bubble Girl's a different hero. She's like, she's like the girl with the blue skin right. and everything. Oh, uh, her super, super name... Might be do gooder. Believe it or not. 
let me make sure. I want to check the format of this wiki. But if the format is the way I think it is, her name is literally Do-Gooder. No. Do-Gooder is their alliance. In other words, they're good characters. Then, yeah, she doesn't have a, a nickname. Jira-chan is like the closest we get. Interesting. That's weird, considering that I think her two friends have names. Emilian and the other guy has his name. They do. One of them's Sun Eater and the other's Lemillion. Yes, it's weird that she doesn't have one. Or if she has one, she's never said it. Or she just hasn't picked one yet. We just saw Bakugo pick his perfect one. Yeah, but she's like on her way out of high school, though, from what I understand. She's a senior already. Okay, I mean, I'm going to drop I, whatever it is. If she has one, she doesn't, whatever. As I thought, I just stopped thought about that. That's actually kind of weird. I don't think I've ever heard her say her hero name. Or maybe she's going by Hylotron, who knows? Um, With that... Anything else of note besides? Oh, I guess like, like as this whole these all this these conversations happening as we get to the episode, essentially, uh, Bestunus wraps the villains up in um his fiber brand, uh, his fiber binds, and uh, it causes compressed man to have a uh, an out of body we're well, not out of body crisis, but he's like, dang it, I need to be able to touch it his uh, the um the uh, fibers to be able to compress them, um. Pretty much, uh, Dresden just like, does, does a blackout bind, which I guess is to squeeze it's harder to knock them out or make them unconscious. But apparently, Compressed Man is it, this doesn't work on him too much. He's actually still able to keep conscious, and the episode pretty much ends. But we know apparently, next episode in the preview, that uh, he I guess he's the one that breaks everybody free based on the way everything was looking in that in that preview. Um. But that's about it and my disconjointed it's, ramblings. Yeah, but, man, the preview is like the preview is packed with a lot of stuff. Like the preview is pretty intense. Um, we do see that it's going to focus on the stubbornness of Compressor Man. Um, but you also see uh, a moment where Spinner sees the, the gun that um, has the deleter rounds in it. I did not see that. Did you notice that? No, I did not. Yeah, it's a. 2235, I'll send you... Oh, I can't screenshot on Discord because of how it works. I mean, I can't screenshot Crunchyroll. But if you look in Crunchyroll at 2235, you'll see Spinner looking over at Shigaraki's bag or whatever. Like, there's... It's just the, the delete around gun is, like, laying next to him. And he's, like, Shigaraki's under the best G laying right there. And Spinner's like looking over at it. And Spinner's done like really nothing in a very long time. So it makes sense that Spinner could be like capable of some real danger finally. Spinner should also be like full endurance and everything else. Like he's, he's not injured or wounded in any way. So him and Compressor, I think, are the two villains completely on their feet at this point, isn't it? Hey, so Spinner's kind of been beaten up, though. Like, I mean, what? Beaten up more like... like uh... I need to see what you're referring to, because 2233 was still a part of, like, the ending sequence. 
Is it like... I wish I could send you the exact screenshot, but I, I know even if I screen share with you, um, Crunchyroll's going to block it out. But I definitely... 2235 or so, if you look, they just show I mean, a quick little... I would believe you. I mean, I believe like, you, Bentley, because he was like... I mean, he, he is like literally... Um, in the in the fiber binds, he is literally binded up with Shigaraki. So I mean, if there is a fact a delete around in there, he would be able to see it because of where he's at. He where sees the is. gun, like he doesn't necessarily delete see a delete around. But why would they put that in the preview, or even in the anime itself, unless there was a delete around left? We know there was a few left, and he's only shot one. He said there's not many left. He didn't say there's none left. But gun is like Shigaraki's hand, isn't it? Um, well, Shigaraki's out, passed out. So yeah, I don't know. I want to understand. Like he sees the gun. I mean, I guess you could say he sees his hand, but uh, yeah, I mean, gun hand doesn't really matter. Same it's, words it's can be used. It's laying next to him. it. Might be in his hand or whatever, but like it's it's laying next to him, and he's passed out, and they're both laying on Makina. So, um, I would say one way or the other, like that's what's going on there. We also get a quick little um. A quick little glance at President Mike seeming to fight and Bakugo on the ground and out, down and out. But it'd be, I've been hoping to see President Mike, even though he's, I don't know, I know he's not a big deal, but like he's the only hero, he's the only ma- major prominent hero that I can think of that we haven't, that's been in this series recently that um, we haven't seen like really get a chance to shine. You really do um, not like like sound waves in anime are some sometimes the most powerful thing, freaking yeah. ever. They can knock out but even also, the most powerful people just because like sound is like you can't protect yourself from sound. But if I could also note, the next episode is called Final Performance. So fl- flashing President Mike in the, in the preview and then calling it Final Performance, it could be Compressor Man for sure because he's. Obviously, a performer. You know that's, one of the, that's part of the shtick, but it also would apply very in a very fun way to President Mike. So it's it's hard to say that President Mike is not part of the reason. Well, President Mike, he, he calling a president. president Mike. I keep thinking president because like he's the president of the school, like the school president. No, I like, think that's the the little animal guy that has an issue with humans. Yeah. Also, you're right. Also, um, you see like some sort of light flashing all over in 2341 or so, like flashing all over the back of Giganto Machina. I don't know what that light attack is, um, but the only one I could think of that might have done it was Present Mike. Well, I guess before we move on to Dragon Prince, I wanted, I just, when you said, I guess, found performance, and I was like, there is something specifically about present Mike that he brings up, like, they bring up one time, and it's only ever brought up one time, and it's, um, during, uh, Headphone Jack and, um, Animator, or whatever the guy who has the ability to talk to animals and get them to do whatever he wants to do, um, during Nerd Test, they bring up oh, that, yeah. like, that, that, that thing around his neck as a support item, to help him control the variations of his of his voice because um he he's apparently his voice is very loud um that it, so he's kind of a black bolt hmm? where black bolt can't black bolt has a voice power too in a marvel and if he talks he has no control over it so if he talks it's a weaponized thing and it's extraordinarily powerful huh. um but, so uh, 
it's kind of like it sounds black belt inspired i guess i didn't know that huh um but that that voice modulator thing is like allow him to direct his his voice and it's like that seems like it's supposed to support on to help him control it like i wonder what would happen in that clip that you see him running around does he have that thing around his neck let me take a look because that's specifically around his neck it's like it's always been there I never thought about it, but when you could take that thing off? <laughs> that would explain that weird attack vibe over Machina's back. Like, it looks like a lot of the next episode, everyone's just fighting on Machina's back. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> mean to... Machina's so big, big back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Baby's got back for sure, but yeah. you know, it's still interesting. Alright, so we if we go frame by frame... Endeavor looks like he's down for the count. Like you can see his eyes, and there's no people in them. He's laying face down. I mean, he ground. was already out when he laid into Gigantic uh, Machias. So I know he was out. Yeah. So they're emphasizing that he's out. He's still got fire, and I think he's probably still alive, but his eyes are whited out, so that means he's unconscious. We see the key fighter and the water, stupid water hero, running around in the city. So they're completely out of the fight. Present Mike looks really really pissed off he does have the he does have the support item on okay and his eyes are doing this weird his eyes are doing this weird like bullseye look where there's like a spiral and a dot in the middle that's just um, him like panicking that's just like to do an anime i've never seen that specific anime and then you see compressor running around the back of machina and you see a flashback where someone's like in some sort of gi or robe and talking to him as a boy like and sort of like a Jedi teacher and student kind of look with a big light in the background. And it's not, not what you'd expect from Com- Compress because he's an older villain. And you don't I don't get troubled childhood vibes from him so much as like I would have expected him maybe to be brought up in a, a circus or something like that because he's a performer. Then you see a, a generic hero with like a gun for an arm or something like that attacked by some sort of electric-looking yellow blast thing, or it, like, misfired, and he's out. And then you see another generic-looking hero attacking a Nomu and doing lots of damage to it. Then you see Bakugo probably passed out on the ground. And then you see Spinner looking at the gun, and they could have been in his hand, and it's hard to tell if it's in his hand or... Some sort of satchel on his leg or something like that. And Spinner looks surprised. And it's at the exact moment it says it says everyone's motives are mixed together, which almost makes me wonder if Spinner turns because he's he's really about um Spinner is really a stain loyalist and who believes that superheroes aren't I mean heroes aren't worthy. And he's seen a lot of worthiness, so I wouldn't be blown away if Spinner turned sides. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it's necessary now because the tides have turned a, a little bit and everything's even. So I don't know if they're desperate enough to need Spinner because they just had some pretty good backup with Lemillion and some of the uh, the seniors that came in to help and stuff like that. But that's the entire preview. But it's a very packed preview. Like every single moment of the preview. Something about Spinner has kind of worked. Next episode is called Final Performance. Like every episode, every piece of this sounds like it's a big deal. You know, uh, yeah. I guess before we uh, 
I agree with you. I just like what, what I want to say uh, before we move on to Dragon Prince because like we're we're like coming up almost two hours here. Um, something that's kind of always irked me about Spinner, and this is kind of about when they were doing the whole here. The villains were having their crux, you know, get awoke, get awakened and you know, evolving and whatnot. And some villains is disturb discovering some abilities that their quirk probably had that they didn't know. Or in uh, Bubu Gwar, um, case of him like you know coming to terms of his um, what happened to him as a kid. Um, Spears quirk. Now, I mean, I'm not sure what would have happened if his quirk awoke or changed, but it just seemed kind of weird to me that um, they, I mean, Pressman they didn't do that to Pressman either. So uh, I guess Compressman already uh, either he's already achieved all he's going to be able to do with his quirk, and they're just going to have him do what he was going to do here, whatever that is. But it seems kind of weird that you know, uh, um, Spinner is like. He's so far just been the guy that's been a part of the group that's done nothing. He's just been there. It seems kind of weird anytime they do focus on him. It's always about like what he's thinking or like what like where he uh, uh, where he came from a little bit. Like what he's like. You know, they show that apparently as a kid he was always made fun of for the way he looked because of his quirk. Um, that's yeah. about it. They never showed anything about like his real motivations, other than like. Yeah. He's there for Stain, but it's clear that Stain is like motivations aren't really a hundred percent like full front here. Um, he's kind of sideways Shigaraki. Uh, yeah. so I don't know. Like, it just seems kind of weird that he's done absolutely nothing up to this point, and all we've ever seen him do is just work this war that he's got in his brain. Like. It's funny you brought the. Uh, I guess like it's funny that I said something about the Hulk. It's kind of it'd be hilarious. I mean, granted, it'd probably be dumb, but at the same time, I find it hilarious. If maybe his quirk just like, if it, if it did awake, if it did awake, it just made him rabid and crazy, like a monster kind of. Um, I guess kind of on the way the Beast worked in terms of like how he became the Beast uh, at first, and it was kind of like a monster transformation that he went wild at first and then got his pieces together, his marbles together. After the yeah. fact, and you know, was able to be himself in the beast form. I think um, you're thinking more like I think you're combining beast and Wolverine there, but yeah. But Wolverine is the one that got his claws and then went wild for a while and lost his mind and then was brought back. Beast is the one that got his beast form. There might be a lot other versions of the beast origin story that are different than the one I know, but I thought beast was always pretty level-headed. I could have said a source of one. It was like almost like a werewolf thing, but it wasn't. But um, yeah, I guess when he kind of went wild for a little bit, it wasn't for long. He didn't really do anything. He kind of like got everything back together in his brain. I thought maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I this is nowhere to be seen with Spinner. Um, so I don't know. Like to me, it's like if anything, I honestly not that I hate Spinner, I, but I like twice more. I feel like they should have killed Spinner. That's just me. But yeah. Like I feel like nothing, there's been nothing lost with Spinner dying, but maybe there's something more the um, the creator has going on with him that we don't know if. Because again, he hasn't done anything. He's just kind of been the the guy in the group. Did I follow you? I mean, I I agree with your philosophy, even though I have this other philosophy in the back of my mind that I'm trying to follow. Yeah, I think that Spinner is very primed to be a turncoat, um, and and turn to the side of good. I think because he his whole philosophy is based on being hurt when he was younger 
and having a skepticism about the power of heroes. I think skeptic Spinner like literally being carried through this storyline, like in more ways than one, and then showing and then like seeing all these heroes showing up and doing everything in a fantastic way. I think it'd be very reasonable to see Spinner like having his doubts about the purpose of becoming a villain, having never really done anything awful, having the gun in his hands, and maybe Shigaraki wakes up. Shigaraki's not done. He he was Spinner was watching like he was tied up with Shigaraki, and Shigaraki's laying there going it itches it itches like he's talking in his sleep. And Shigaraki is passed out, but he's not done yet necessarily. I don't think they would have him do that if he was completely um, checked out. So it makes sense that it, like I've said already, like Shigaraki can't be allowed to live in his current form. Like he just, like you can't let someone live who can touch the ground and completely wipe out a city and then you're just getting started. So if Spinner's betrayal- I still like to say, I don't think they're gonna kill Shigaraki. I'm just, that's just my Spinner's betrayal of his team is to use the deleter on Shigaraki, that would be enough to maybe have the heroes accept and forgive him. Because he hasn't actually done anything. Like Spinner, unless he, I, there was that one fight with the with the bunny team that I can't remember if he did anything where he actually fought heroes. But other than that, he hasn't, it's almost like Bakugo's fought with heroes more often than Spinner. And like, I think that if he, he's a, I'm not going to say it's going to happen, but I think he's a prime candidate for using the deleter gun on Shigaraki. I don't think they're going to do it on Dabi. I think Dabi, as you said, is probably almost definitely going to become the next villain. But you can't have the next villain without knocking out Shigaraki. And I think Spinner using the deleter weapon on him would be I mean, a really cool way to like do it. Yes, you can. I mean, Shigaraki is literally like, he's still got to lick his wounds and whatnot. I mean, to me, Shigaraki's gotten better at dealing with loss and whatnot and knowing what to do next. I don't think just because he's this powerful, it doesn't, he can't be, he can't be a chess piece left on the battlefield. Like, usually, a character this, this powerful, they usually leave him for the final confrontation much, much later down the road. I don't think Shigaraki, like, because he's just powerful doesn't mean he, he can't exist. He just probably won't be involved with anything, you know, for a while. He'll, he'll probably just send whoever out. Um, yeah. You got, yeah, like, I mean, you got characters like uh, Frieza, for instance. I mean, Frieza didn't deal with a lot of the fighting till like, Goku confronted him. But no, no, correction. So Goku showed up and then started, like, uh beating up on his uh, his uh, subordinates and then him getting in the way of Frieza's Dragon Ball wish. Frieza's literally I, I mean, there's two types of enemies. There's a political enemy, um, and then there's... Well, there's, like, three types. We've seen intelligence enemy, like, intelligence-related powers, like hacking or, um, or uh, listening or something like that. We've seen political power, people that have influence... Um, or the ability to inspire, like All Might or um, Stain, for example. And then we've seen people with actual direct power, like All Might again, or, um, you know, any of those other heroes, like Giganta Machina or something, or just his all physical power. Knocking out Shigaraki's powers would not necessarily knock out... First of all, we know even without his powers, he's extremely strong, physically enhanced. 
So powers or not, we've seen him, what he's like when he's when his powers are raised. He's still pretty much a match for anybody. Um, that being said, um, I think that Spinner could still use the deleter on him, delete his current overload of powers. He could still be remain a relevant character, still somehow escape, um, and make space for Dobby to be the main hero. Because like even Stain, like Stain was like, and you know how I said A tier and, and S tier, like Stain's probably B tier. Like Stain took out a lot of low level heroes, but when he got in a fight with a bunch of students, like even though one of them was really good, like we know Deku could wipe the floor with with old Deku at this point. You know what I mean? So I would say Stain, like as infamous as he was at the time, is probably a B tier B tier hero. Uh, a villain as far as like fighting power goes. Stain's real ability was inspiration. That's what made Stain special, not his ability to fight. He was beaten in an alleyway. No, I get that, but I just don't think they're gonna get rid of Shigaraki's powers because like this is not information yeah, I know. I just I just like I don't think I feel like the final confrontation is always gonna be Deku and Shigaraki. Like I think you said before. I just think at this point, like Sugar Rocket's pride is gonna go, you know, and, and to, uh, go away, lick his wounds, really try to come up with a better plan this time. Again, if Shigaraki gets away, his story isn't over. They still have the scientist. Shigaraki is still formidable, even without powers. Not to say, I don't the think they're gonna get rid of his quirk, though. I, I, I don't think the scientist could work on a way to reverse the quirk. Um, we still have a hero out there that can that can fix a deleted round. And uh, I think that the storyline could still stay relevant, but he could have his powers muted, and then the threat becomes even more real because they understand what his potential is. But all they would need to do is kidnap Eru again and make her, like, heal him and then or process her, her ability, and, like, they would lose their best healer, and he would have a way to become a threat again. So with the scientist makes it, and they've been very careful to save the scientist so far. So from a writer's standpoint, like I still think that the deleter could be used. What else, who else is going to get hit by the deleter besides Deku, who would not I mean, actually get hit by it? It'd be it'd be dumb, but they could hit. They could have Lemon get hit by it. You know? <laughs> the guy who what? It'd be dumb, but I mean they could, they could have Lemon get hit by it again. <laughs> they could, but then he just get healed. Like the drama is out of that. It's got to be used on someone that can't just be healed by Arrow to be very relevant. I still don't. I, I mean, like I said, I, like I understand your 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 uh, logic here, but to me, it's like my, like I'm just saying, I don't think they're gonna use it on him. I think Shigaraki is like t to me, he's so he's so far beat up. Even anything he could do right now, it probably do a little damage, but it probably won't do that much. I don't think he has the energy to try to use the uh, you know decay right now. Anyway, the guy's like literally. I said before he's like he's concussed when well, I concussed, but like he's like in a in a, in a half awake, half like uh, half um, a dead state. Yeah. Like to me, it's like they've already done everything necessary, in my opinion, writing wise, to make it so like okay, his 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 uh, regeneration quirk while it's still there, while it's very well powered for whatever reason, it's not kicking in as fast as it should, 
and they even brought this up too. The further reason, like I mean, Devers shouldn't have been able to burn away at him that fast to make his quirk slow down. So it's like something else is going on there entirely. I don't. I, I think right now, like Shigaraki is burnt, is so badly hurt. Like it, it takes several arcs. And Dobby could just become Shigaraki's the next. Had a pretty, to be fair, Shigaraki's had a pretty bad day, my guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he got like, he got type of, he got type of everything. Mine is saying that right now, like, Shigaraki is at this point where, regardless of how OP as you say he is, and good he is OP. I'm just saying, as OP as you say he is, like all the damage that was done to him, right? This after coming out of the cocoon for the first time. And, the like, only reason that they even held the only reason that Shigaraki didn't just like destroy the world is because the second he came out he was surrounded first of all he was brought out early and unprepared and second he was brought out when literally every single superhero in the world was at his doorstep if those two things had not been in play he could have just come out and just wreaked devastation and the heroes probably wouldn't have they knocked out all dobby knocked out all the communications and they wouldn't have had time and also, they had the hacker guy that could have knocked out communications. And with anything resembling a plan, um, and the heroes not being like the most ready they could have possibly been for an unexpected situation like this, he would have just straight up won. Like Hawk saved the world. So if he was allowed to escape with his current powers, then he would, the second he emerged, if they didn't know where he was and they weren't ready for the attack, he would just decimate. He could, if it was, if the, if the offensive was on his terms and he didn't start out immediately at a disadvantage defense, you know, where like half his people were already wiped out, everything was in scatters and he wasn't, he was still taking a second to figure out his powers in the beginning. Like he was still starting, trying to learn his potential. And he was immediately met the number one hero immediately went, a, went to fight against his arch rival and like a big pile of other ones and everything else. Like if he hadn't had all of that happen immediately, he would have been too powerful and he would have succeeded. If they allow him to escape in his certain, in his, in his current form and recover when he comes back, unless he's taken some sort of permanent damage from all the stuff, which it sounds like maybe he won't like in his form, he's too powerful to make a good story. But you're, just you powerful. sound like he's going to come back almost immediately. It's going to take a while. And this, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Even like, if it takes a while, who's going to be able to meet that? Like if he comes in and attacks on his own terms and he can level cities, even if he needs a cooldown period after that, which he wouldn't need much of all, every time I mean, he attacks, he Echo's the hero of the story. Days. He's the main character. They'll have him catch up to him. It's usually how all this but works. They can keep him. If, if Dobby, if Dobby gets away from all this with Compressor Man and Compressor Man's help, and Spinner betrays Shigaraki and uses a deleter on him when he comes back, Shigaraki is still strong enough to hold his own. They save the scientist because we know that Mike is showing up, so Mike is bringing the scientist with him because he was in charge of watching him. And you have Dobby and Shigaraki and Compressor all together in a situation where like the scientist is and they can get him and get, get the hell out of there maybe. And then he can still lick his wounds. He can still 
get better, but he doesn't have world destroying powers right on the onset, which makes for a more interesting story because he can make a comeback of some sort. The scientist is there, they can work on like, they can have a whole plot line around rescue uh, against kid re-kidnapping Eru. They could, the scientist could like recover some of his technology and start rebuilding his powers. There's like a lot that they could do from that position without the story like being wiped out. Plus they had a hacker on their side now and he could do all sorts of stuff like run Intel and figure out where Eru was and stuff like that. They had the right pieces for a really interesting comeback arc and a really unbelievable second attack from um, Shigaraki in his current form. I still think that even like, they could still do that with his power is still intact. I'm not saying that they're going to do this. I just like I don't think I don't think, so. I don't, I I don't mean, think that like Shigaraki's powers make it, make it impossible for them to do whatever they want. I mean, Shigaraki doesn't even have to be involved. He could just like point from the point from the back of the like, of a, a giant army. I, I yeah. see Shigaraki as like it's just like. I'll get involved when I need to get involved type of situation like with him. Yeah, he's really freaking powerful, but it's like all like all for one didn't get involved until he got ne- until it got necessary for him to get involved. Same thing with All Might. There are characters that are really freaking powerful that only ever got involved when they needed to. Same thing with Superman in the DC comic. He only ever got involved when he it was necessary. There are characters that you can only have involved only when they're only when it's freaking necessary. And so before yeah, I still think they're gonna make Deku that powerful. Too. They need to give him something to do, and if like him just healing for two years or something is is not interesting enough. And like I said, when he does come back, he'll be he'll be too much. Like I don't know, it's going to be hard to write a good story where he keeps his powers intact. We know the guns in play. We know that the good guys have a way to reverse the gun's power. I mean, heck, heck, Ari is probably going to not only heal. Deku, but it'll probably she'll probably heal um Eraserhead's leg too. Like that probably Eraserhead probably knew that when he cut his leg off that he's they've got Ari in their in their corner, like to and why wouldn't she heal Eraserhead? He's like her savior and her teacher. So Eraserhead's leg is coming back more than likely, and Deku's arms are coming back more than likely. And the million is already back showing that he can be fully brought back and it doesn't look like there's any downsides because they've been testing it on lizards and things like that and they believe in it and the power has to be used on an enemy it could be used on compressor but that's not very interesting and it could be used on giganto machina which would be sort of bizarre because like what would he even be after that and the only one that really makes story sense is to use it on todoroki i mean not todoroki on shigaraki there's no one else in play. He's not going to use it on, like, uh, what is her name? The girl? She, I mean, she's not even around. He's not going to use it on her. He can't use it on twice. There's Who's left to use it on? It's got to be used on a bad guy. Because it's, it's got to be used on. I guess I just don't see. I guess I just really don't see Shigaraki's power as a such a giant wall that you can't progress through. Cause like I was saying, it's not like Dobby's gonna become like the main villain that's gonna end the serial. Like, I'm like, I'm just like he's gonna be like the in between. Dobby can give them heroes something to do while Shigaraki recovers at the very least. But Shigaraki in his current form is like world breaker. Like he's too, he's on a completely different level than anybody. I just don't. So I mean, yeah, needs, I understand all that. I just don't understand. I just don't see his his power being that big of a like. Let's say before. I think it's enough for him just to him for him to get beat up so badly. Him just laying in the background, 
most villains talk like in end of end of game in the story here villains do that they don't ever get involved they're just in the background doing calculating i mean people like He's... i mean infamously eisen's eisen's infamous for this uh, from bleach the guy was like overpowered but he only ever got involved granted I guess, like story-wise, he wasn't all interested in a character because he didn't get involved in much. He only was ever involved at the very beginning, and then he just disappeared, and he showed back up for the final fight the with the main character. Shigaraki's whole identity is that he wants to use his power unimpeded. He doesn't want to be a villain in the background. He's not like he's not like All for One, who wanted to be a background villain and like a mastermind. He wants to be in the foreground, and he wants to be an action. And he wants to feel the decay, like with his hands, and do it unimpeded. Like that's all he talks about. If it was all for one, I'd say sure. All for one could totally be a background character and was a background character for a really long time, despite his incredible power. He was looking for a successor, and he wanted to like set up an army. And he was like, he was more like an Emperor Palpatine, where his goal was to like claim power, not just personal power, but political power and, and things like that. Shigaraki needs to be a political leader. He understands the value of it now, but he had to be taught that. Um, he, he understands that he used it, but even then he has kind of like generals like helping him out. His general choices are not that great. Like if I was picking out generals, I'm not sure I would have picked Twice or um, Koga. I think Compressor's fine as a general. Spinner seems fine. Not very great, but like fine. Compressor's probably the best of his generals as far as actually being a general goes because he's smart but like he didn't pick very intelligent choices for his generals and he didn't pick effective leaders he picked whoever was around i think he picked his friends because i mean so far those seem to be the only people that like him but he could have kept them as like his guard or his like as like his people, you know, his advisors or something, and had someone that was more capable of running an army run the army. But he picked his friends, so like Toga is in charge of partially in charge of an army, and that's not it doesn't play into her skills. I mean, you really, I'm trying to I'm trying to fight you on this, but like I'm not, I just don't see, I legitimately don't see a problem with him being his own power, and he's just not doing anything for a bit. Cause like I mean, Dobby, yeah. Dobby is like he's just an in between. I don't see. I mean, don't you think it's more interesting for him to have a setback of on his powers where he's trying to reclaim them and then finish them, and he has the scientists helping him, and he has like, and he has Dobby like sort of being like, power, and the two of them can sort of be rivals because like Dobby retained his power while he's injured and like set back. He's definitely up the task of taking Dobby if he needed to. And then Dobby and Hawks have a rivalry as, as Hawks gets healed or, or recovers. And like we have this whole like set of intrigue, but we still know that at the end of the day, Shigaraki is the one with the real potential. The Dobby's already mostly reached his potential, but Shigaraki is the one that's like got something to work towards and rebuild and has only had a taste of what he could do. Because even Shigaraki didn't even come like full on. Like he's still got like a lot to go. Like he figured out his power, his potential, like, while he was fighting everybody, and he didn't, um, he didn't really get to use them fresh, you know what I mean? He was like, what's my powers like? And he had to fight and figure them out, and a lot of the beginning was just him trying to figure out what was going on, like, who was doing what and everything else, and, like, he never really had 
his moment to shine. So it's going to make him even hungrier if he knows what it is and now he's got to reclaim it. Especially if he knows that that wasn't even the full thing. We could have like a Cell Saga kind of situation where he's like, he started out really powerful and then he had to regress and now he's trying to reclaim his power and, and go to his final perfect form. And I'm not saying that to drive you nuts because I know you hate Dragon Ball. Hey, my internet is like at least on like the Discord side is making you cut it. I am getting a red bar. Okay, hold up, I get green. I got full three bars. I heard most of it. I did, like what I will say. I guess as we try to move on to the Dragon Prince here, because this is kind of my fault. But um, do we want to move on to Dragon Prince? Is that man that just died right say there? So too. I will type it out. Hang on. Wow. Discord, can you stop eating the internet? I mean, if you if you want to just end it with my hero, I mean that's fine. I'm oh shoot. You can try talking now. I just like I don't know what's going on with Discord. I'm Thank really you. enjoying Dragon Prince, and I don't, I'm really, really enjoying Dragon Prince, and I don't want to cheap on it. And if we have like bad audio in 27 minutes before midnight, which is always our like hard stop time, I don't see a reason to force it. We can do some really, really good content. I don't know what's really going on my internet because I would say like I would I would I honestly I would say like we could stop here for sure by understanding that it doesn't seem like my internet for uh for um this in general is is screwing up. It's something going on on Discord. I had dropped some frames like but it was much earlier on during the thing and it's it's smoothed out for whatever reason. Discord like I don't know why I'm at, I'm, at, I'm at three green bars this right now this second. Um, everything seems to be fine. I mean, yeah, we don't have to I prefer not to rush it because it's late now and we don't have a ton of time anyway. And I don't even know if you can hear me because every time I say something, there's like a long pause on your side. No, I've been listening. I'm just trying to, trying to think the next word stuff, but um, I can hear you just fine. Uh, Okay, um, I don't know how we're gonna do. Maybe we just, like, if we just watch the rest of the Dragon Force episodes and just do like, a huge review of the entire show at, at that point. Hello? 
What did you say? I mean, I guess if we're going to like wait, maybe just watch the rest of the episodes and just do like a huge review at the end of it at this point, because there's only so many episodes left. Because I've already watched episode seven, I know there's only two more I need to watch. Eight, Eight or nine. I th- let's just let's catch up and then have like one or two episodes for a finale one. I'm also curious if you want to. There's a new Dragon Ball movie out. I don't know if you're interested in it, but I've been hearing really good things about it. I've been waiting to get the DVD or find it somewhere online. I haven't seen it on, online at all yet. Oh, yeah? Is Does Amazon have it for sale or anything? No, actually, I'm just, I've been I've been needing to walk into a store. I actually, speaking of movies, I didn't bring this up, and I brought, I'm glad you reminded me. I have the My Hero movie, the third one that came out. I bought the DVD, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I've had it like for that would be a, a couple of weeks, but I, I, I keep forgetting to bring it up to you. At some point, we'd, we'd probably should go watch that as well. I've been waiting. I would do that totally. I've been wanting to watch the Dragon Ball movie because I really do because it's about gone. Um, but I've been trying to find some place to watch it. It might actually just be available where I normally watch Dragon Prince. Hold up. Um, maybe it's there, and I've just been very blind to it. Because I've been waiting to see it show up, but I haven't seen it. What the? Yeah, that creature old mine, I should have it on there, because they're, they're releasing anime movies on here, but... Forever, this place though, I need to look. I need to probably look at stuff when I have a chance later. Um, I've been wanting to watch the movie, so the answer is yes. Um, I guess really quick, what were you talking? Oh yeah, that was my really weird stance on this whole shake rocket. Um, uh, yeah, I think ultimately I just don't see the biggest problem. I mean, I, and I don't. And for me, it's like him just re- having his powers get lost, only for him to removed from him, and then for him to get it back. It's like, do you really need to see that again? Get him seeing him get his powers back. I almost rather just show him just fading into the background. And if it does result in him becoming create a power, a like hungry power, it, it to me it probably make him a funnier character to watch to try to dismantle everything. Yeah. And even then, I mean, if they did remove him, like I said before, I will. I'm not gonna sit there and say that I'd be upset if they removed his powers. I just, to me, his powers aren't that big of a deal. Um, right now, anyway, considering that how badly he is beat up, because he had he has had a really bad day. Uh, but um, yeah. to me, it's like okay, he's this beat up. To me, he's this like. What I can tell, it, it it seems like to me like he it, it won't it won't be like a week rest for him, you know. He he he'll probably be gone for a while, and even that, I still feel like he he's still capable of learning. I feel like to me it's like okay, he might but just he has wait. A generation quirk. Doesn't seem like it's working for him that much right now. Because he was pounded on by every single hero in the world, and went and was beaten partially while his quirks were turned off. 
And that shouldn't matter. The moment that the, 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 it was turned back on, it should have immediately helped him recover, but it didn't. No, regeneration quirks have all sorts of scale. Like, there's a lot of heroes with regeneration quirks in superhero world that, like, you don't even know they have it. Superman has a regeneration ability. Like, there's a lot of superheroes that have, like, some level of regeneration ability that where it's not obvious that they have it. It's that everybody's not Wolverine, you know? I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just saying that, like, to me, it's like, I feel like, you know, I, I, I just, I, for me, it's like, I feel like them removing his quirk just for him to get it back. It's like, if that, I guess I have an issue with, you know, and I guess it, it, it just goes on a bleach. I just don't like them removing somebody's powers just for them to get it back because it, 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 it irks me to no end. And I, I think back to Bleach, the main character from that show had his powers taken every arc. It was ridiculous. It, it, it was it was annoying to me. It got it got so bad that one of the arcs that he was trying to get his powers back, it gave me a headache just trying to read it. So it was just like mm-hmm. to me, it's like I I, I probably a part of, I'm probably just opposed to it because I just don't want to go through. I don't want to get to the point that they're going to do this to him. And if they do that to him, I'll, I, if I, I'm afraid of getting a headache and dropping it. That's the problem li- is that Aerie is almost too powerful to be on the good guy's side. Like she can instant, instant heal right now, is from what we can tell. So like, Aerie and Shigaraki should be the like this, like the Starcross two that like are there are like in there. Like if Shigaraki wins, then he gets Aerie and he gets his power back. That's not like, it's not like out of nowhere. It's like a perfect setup. Like it's, it's the logical like continuation of their story for him to need airy for something other than like quirk deletion quirk deletion is just handy like if he has if he retains his quirk he doesn't need quirk deletion he can disintegrate people with a touch so his like his real like the real story that would be had there would be that like the heroes have this like magic touch hero now that like I mean, her horn shrinks when she uses her power too much, so it's not unlimited healing. But if it's someone loses a leg or has their hands, just arms disabled because they overuse them, she could probably, or, you know, has their quirk deleted, she could probably bring them back. To some extent, she can be really useful. So she's not, like, infinite healing, but she's big, 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 big time, like, more powerful than any healer or restorative ability that we've seen in, in the show so far. This isn't like somebody with a water power, like helping someone keep their eyes open. Like this is like straight on, like heal anything. You know, we've already we already know that like it can be used to with Midoriya to keep him from like damaging himself from his quirk by reversing the damage, because that's how he was able to go all out in the previous arc. Um, we Shigaraki would badly need her, and he would have still a network of superhero like supervillains, like the whole not all of the supervillains are dead. You know what I mean? There's there's going to be some that made it out of there. There's going to be some that, like, held their own because as far as I can tell, the fighting's still going on, you know, back at their base. Um, so there's going to be, like, people that make it out of there. Like, De- Redestro, for example, is probably going to make it. And that would be a really obvious next line. So I don't know why not. I'm not saying I don't agree with you. I'm just saying that to me, it is like I've, 
I have a bad history with hero people like characters losing powers and going back. I mean, it's just one character, but it literally made me quit the, the um the trying to read or catch up with it because it just got too um, confusing. I feel like they could do the same thing here, even if it's just airy. Maybe there's a different route they could go with that. I I don't know. It's just like to me, it's like it made me quit a sh it made me quit something that I was actually enjoying because I got a headache trying to understand it. <laughs> And I don't think that his powers is that big of a freaking wall as you do, uh, apparently. And, I, and I'm not discounting what you're what you're saying. I'm just saying that you know, I feel like there's another way they can do that without him losing his quirk. I feel like they just gotta put him in the background. Have it like if there's if maybe like during the situation he does something else stupid that like maybe gives him a not a permanent, you know, uh, uh, disability, but something that like takes time for him to get over possibly. I don't think it is this didn't certainly to cripple him quirk wise. Like uh his most powerful quirk anyway. And there's no telling if they do delete if they do use the delete around, if the delete around is gonna delete the quirk they're trying to delete. <laughs> He's got multiple quirks anyway. All all that all that delete around will do maybe is if it does delete a quirk, it might not delete the decay, it might just delete the uh, regeneration. Yeah. I mean, I just literally thought about that. I literally pulled that out of my ass. So, I mean, as before I say, I'm not saying what you're saying isn't realistic. I'm just saying that to me, I don't see his decaying quirk as that big of a wall. I think he's smarter than that. I feel like he would, like, wait. He's already waited this long to get to this point. What's wait another, like, what? few months at this point for him, I would I would think. But what would he be waiting for other than to heal? With a healing quirk, which is not going to take a few months. And we get it took him out. a lot of damage to to outpace his healing quirk in the first place. Like, and it took nullifying his healing quirk and then piling on damage. Did they really they like? Did they really hurt him much? So much more that his healing quirk couldn't work. I thought it was just because they stopped his healing quirk from working. It was like they couldn't they couldn't do enough damage to outpace his healing quirk, and then when he finally like when they nullified it, they finally were able to do enough damage. That when his healing quirk turned back on, they could keep it up. Like, he couldn't keep up the pace he had when he was full power anymore. And then they were able to, like, do some damage to him and outpace his healing quirk because his body was so wounded anyway. And then he passed out. But, like, this is not, like... Unless, like, he's had some sort of permanent burnout damage or something, which I'm not going to say is not impossible, but barring that, like, he's, like... He shouldn't take very long to kill. We're not talking months, we're talking like maybe a week. I mean, with that lie, he should have been healing like during all the situation. I haven't seen anything that looked like he was healing, though. I, to me, I don't think his healing work is probably is like it, it probably not, not saying it maxed out or it's maxing. I'm just saying that to me, it's like if that if, if it would a week, he should have been actually been healing as this has been going on, but he hasn't been from the way it looks. And, and and also Eraserhead's out for the count. But Eraserhead isn't even looking at it anymore. All Shrink Rocket's quirks should be fully activated at this point. Right, but if you're like if your quirk is working to heal the damage that was already done to you while the quirk wasn't working, then like it's got some work to do. And if you're piling on damage on top of that and you're slowed down because you're damaged, you know what I mean, and not fighting at full potential and that and more people are coming in to fight you and someone's using a um 
plus ultra like final final flash move on you like it does stand to reason that you'd be down for a little bit you know what i mean you wouldn't just be like ha ha and then you're back up like you couldn't you couldn't heal fast enough because you'd already taken damage and you just like didn't get your feet on the ground again but the next time he fights he's gonna have a better idea of what his powers were he's going to be more self-actualized because he was able to push away um one for all you know what i mean and have that like psychic victory there he will have a better hold on giganta machina because he'll know where he know where the person is and, and things like that he'll have a better idea of the limits of his quirks which he's sort of discovered because he thought he was pacing himself like he had unlimited power like he was supposed to it took him a while to even realize that his like healing wasn't comp- like his transformation wasn't complete so he wasn't pacing himself now he knows he has limitations and can take them into consideration like he should be very significantly stronger if he's allowed a full recovery like partially because he understands himself and partially because like his powers were still sort of being unlocked and partially because of his psychic psychic ability there's just not like i don't think they can handle it i think that this they wouldn't have i think they just lucked out in in getting as far as they did with him in the first place I mean, no, I get all that. I just, I guess, again, like, I, I don't see that big of a barrier. We'll see what they do. I mean, if they, like, so I'm not going to be angry if they give us Kirk, but I'm just saying, like, right now, they better not give me a freaking headache trying to, like, get it back. Because I will drop yeah. out. That is, like, that, that would literally be what would, like, make me stop. Because, like, I, I don't need, I don't, I don't, I don't need to be reading something I find fun. Well, not reading, watching something I find fun as I'm trying to figure out what's going on there, and they give me an actual migraine. Trying to do that. Yeah. I just think this is I think there's a lot of payoff to be had in the story taking that route right now. Because otherwise, why do we have Ari right now? Why is Ari still around? Why do we have, you know, all this stuff going on? The pieces are, are set up for the for the future. I just I don't think they need to gear his quirk. I mean, I like honestly, I feel like there must there's 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 multiple avenues for everything. I don't think they need to get rid of maybe he's knocked out for a bit. I mean, there's a possibility I mean, he's in a coma. Try to put him in like that suspension chamber like or whatever the back to tank thing that like he was in in the first place they could try to put him back in that and put him down but like i just don't know i don't know if that's i don't even know if they know how to do that like the scientists made that thing not them the science is still around i mean yeah but would you trust him to do it (laughs) you know what i mean Okay, listen. Don't complete his ultimate he, power. Like that was your life mission. Just I mean, if they were to get the, if they were able to get Spinner could possibly st- separate the scientists from President Mike. Who the heck knows? The scientist is gonna kill, like come come out of there and kill them all with a box of scraps. You know, he's gonna be the scientist is gonna become Iron Man or Egghead. He's gonna become Egghead if they put him in a room with a bunch of equipment and tell him to make something. I don't know. I just, I, I guess my, my final sense. I just don't see his work, the power he's at, as that big of an obstacle. Because I know what they're gonna do to Deku later. Well, I don't know. I just like, I mean, if the story, if, if logic for the anime for Shonen follows is that usually the main character usually catches up really quickly, like at nearly, nearly the end of the dang series at this point. So I was like, I'm not. To me, it's like, okay, keep him in the background. Do something that makes sense for him to be waiting for. And like just don't have him involved again for a long while um 
if they don't want to show him at all to say that he's doing something off someplace else he's got some other mission or whatever i don't know make a movie where he's involved i, I had no idea uh again like i said i'm not gonna be mad if they i'm just like i'm just gonna hope that like whatever they do if it is really simple as them trying to you know get eerie okay fine that won't give me a headache I, i'm just afraid whatever they do might give me a headache trying to watch it and i just like i really am afraid of that like I always said, like, if whatever I'm having fun with, you know, stresses me out that much, I don't need to be involved anymore. And I, I don't want to, I don't want that realization to happen with this show. Yeah. Because I was really enjoying Bleach, and then that happened, and I just said, you know what? I'm done. That was like, actually, that was back in college, so that's been like 10 plus years now. Uh, dang it. I guess with that, we're going to end the podcast here. Thank you guys for watching. Um, unfortunately, we weren't able to get the Dragon Prince. Um, we'll figure out what to do with Dragon Prince. If that's just like one good old like, podcast where we just talk about every episode that we haven't talked about in one climactic final bash. Probably do that, but we'll see. Uh, thank you guys for watching, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. One cool thing about Dragon Prince that I didn't want to forget to mention, because I think I didn't mention it last time. Did we talk about the fact that um, in the opening scene on episode four, they had um, Callum turn into the statue instead of Viren? No, but I did see that. It's interesting, because in, in the next episode, it's Viren again. But for that one episode, they had Callum turn into the statue. I think one of the beginnings they were they had Rayla turn in the statue. Okay. I think. And in episode five, it's Viren again. In episode six, it's Viren again. I haven't looked at seven yet, I don't think. No, it's not there. I thought it was before. Okay, maybe I imagined it. I thought that's saw Rayla got turned. Okay. Maybe, okay. maybe it was Callum. You know, I saw him that's mistaken. I have seen seven. And it's Varen again in seven. I'll go back to the earlier ones, but I don't. I doubt it's going to be in the earlier ones. Anyone but Varen. It's just interesting little detail that, that I've started watching. Yeah, one is one is Varen. Um, I've started watching the other episodes because I think it's really interesting, like to see the little nuances, changes even in the opening and closing sequences sometimes.